Hey everyone, welcome to the How To Gurus, a podcast with honest conversations from everyday people about how to do this thing called life. This is episode 23. I'm your host, Tiffany, and in this episode, you are going to hear my lovely husband and your other host, Craig, talk about how we talk about things. We mainly are going to talk about how we reconnect in our marriage because that is something when you've been married for any length of time, you realize you go through these phases of feeling really connected and in tune with one another. And then you go through a little valley of feelings and disconnection. And then hopefully you come out the other side and are able to reconnect again. It's just the journey of marriage. And Craig and I recently have found ourselves at a little bit of a disconnect just because of a lot of things going on in our life. So Craig had the idea to talk about it on the podcast. So we are a little vulnerable here today on the podcast. I hope you enjoy that. Also, the whole first part of the podcast, you're going to hear us talk about how this is going to be completely unedited. Literally, I do not go back in and edit anything. We pressed record, we talked, we pressed stop. He recorded the outro, I'm recording the intro, and then we are uploading it. So this is a new way of doing things. So we would love to get your feedback on that. So go find our Instagram at the How To Gurus podcast and find the post about this episode, episode 23, on how to talk through things. And leave us a comment on if you even noticed that the episode was not that edited or not edited at all. Because I do edit our other episodes, as you'll hear as discussed. I just, I don't typically edit content. It's just more the filler words that we use or long pauses and ums, but I didn't do that this time. So let us know what you think. Uh, share the show with a friend. We would really appreciate it, especially a friend that you feel like could use this episode. Or if you've listened to one of our previous episodes and you have a friend that you feel like could benefit from it, share it. We would love for you to share this show. We would love for other people to get on board and hear how to do this thing called life. Now on to the episode. Hey, Tiff. Hey, Craig. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Tired. <laughs> That's the theme of our life. Yes, it is. Tired. Tired. So for the listener, we like to post our podcast first thing on Monday. It comes out at 1 a.m. on Mondays. Mm-hmm. And it's currently 8.30 on Sunday night. <laughs> life happens. We Craig looked so, at me this afternoon and said, are we going to do a podcast this week? <laughs> Well, I said, no, I'm quitting the podcast. I think we should give it up. <laughs> this is legit what you actually said, too. I said, it's become a lot of work. <laughs> it's become a lot of work. Well, <clears throat> it's fun, though. So I do think it's something that, you know, we enjoy, something that we can, you know, still have a lot to give. But, you know, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to feel like work. Right. I do like mm-hmm. to edit our podcast and that honestly, of everything we do, it's most time consuming. So Craig and I sit down to record and sometimes it is challenging to think of a topic and then we'll sit down to record and then you're kind of done. Like that's your part. And then I spend a lot of hours editing and uploading and trying to write a show synopsis and show notes and give credit where credit is due if we've done an interview or if we've mentioned something in the podcast that I think you know, needs credit. And then the social media part of it. I'm just not great at the social media, like graphics and stuff. So trying to get graphics posted and think of a cute reel during the week. And it's just, it's a lot, but the main time consumer, the main time (laughs) is on the editing. So we're going to go unedited. We're going to go raw. (laughs) so i suggested that because i do feel like with who we are and what we're trying to accomplish it doesn't have to be we definitely have have never had a script no we don't have anything like that so for our purposes and what we like to do and who we like to be i think that you know just being real um is a good way for us to be able to reach out um but you know it could be something where, you know, we'll do this and you'll just be like, I can't handle it. I can't do that. Maybe. And it's just been a long week. Maybe. And why this week I'm kind of like, meh. 
but we're just, like you said, we're just busy, but also with the editing, I don't edit a lot out. And that's what I was explaining to Craig. And for you listener, you hear what we record, Yeah. but I try to clean it up because there are <laughs> a lot. And we've joked about this before that we both have our phrases that we yeah. say. And in the beginning of the podcast, I said to Craig, we both say, um, so much. So yeah. we've switched from that, but we have filled it in with other phrases. So, and just in your normal talking that yeah, people it. have their things that they say, like I've told you before, I have someone mm-hmm. in my life who says the word obviously a lot when they're talking. Yeah. And I've told you, you say, you know, a lot when you you're know. talking. Yeah. I say, and so a lot <laughs> when I'm talking. <laughs> but I wouldn't have been able to tell you that. Like I would have never said you say and so a lot or that, you know, I say whatever I say a lot, you know. Yeah, you just said just it twice. Like you just said it twice. <laughs> but that's, I I wouldn't have been able to tell you that either until we started doing this podcast. And when I hear us talking right now, I don't think about it as much no. until I go in and listen to the episode to edit. And I, I'm, be, I'm listening to it with a critical ear. So I'm trying to take out any long pauses, any stutters, any ums, you know, and so as long as it makes sense. Now, sure. if you're speaking quickly and there's an um or a you know or a little flub up of a word in the middle of like a whole sentence that's quick I don't try to edit that out because I do think in our natural speech that we do that but also for you listener I don't I want this to be like an ear pleasing thing to where it's cleaned up a little and you're not having to hear that but we I'm just gonna have to dial that back a little bit I think it's just so what I'm hearing is we're going to need some feedback. From so the people? Good, yeah. Yeah. It'll be a good way. That would that, be helpful, I like guys. I like that. Yeah. Hey, guys, will you let us know what you think of this episode? <laughs> Do you hate the fact that Tips did not edit out all of my, you know, um, little um and what Sings. will be funny is if people do give us feedback, which please comment on the yeah. post. There will be a post on our Instagram of this episode. You can comment yeah. on that post and tell us. You can let us know, did you even notice that it wasn't edited? Because that's probably, that's what's funny is people might not even really notice. Yeah. I was telling Tiff earlier too, because I'm not a, as if you guys would have listened to all of our podcasts, I'm not a huge podcast listener. I don't really take the time or, you know, most of the time have the time to be able to sit and listen to the podcasts and stuff. But the ones that I have started listening to a little bit, I've told her that, and I've told you that it's, it's not, it doesn't sound that edited edited at all. And they, they make jokes about the fact that. Oh, we're going to have to edit that out, you know. And then they don't. don't. Yeah. I listen to ones like that too. And I think for us, I really don't think our sound's edited when I go back and listen to it. No, it doesn't. Just because I'm truly, I'm not taking out content. I'm only taking out what I think makes it sound more pleasing. Yeah. (laughs) And I didn't realize, you know, the little things that we say like that. Yeah. I'm like conscious about it now, but the only person that really sticks out to me is when we talk to Taylor. Taylor says like, like all the time. That was funny. The episode with the kids, hilarious. both of our kids said it a lot, but Taylor said it a whole lot. I edited yeah, the word like, like out several times in that. Yeah. And they still, if you go back and listen to it, you will still hear it a lot. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't realize that she actually said it that much. And now I pay attention to it and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> I'm wow, like, Oh, I don't want to like say like, I think I say like a good bit. And I, Funny story, quick story. When I was in the seventh grade, I don't think I've told this story on the podcast, and I don't even know if you know this story. Oh, here we go. I know, here we go. When I was in the seventh grade, for some reason, I was selected by my teachers to go on the local radio station in Manchester. Did you know this? No, I don't remember this. And I can't tell you now what we were talking about, but it was me and a couple other friends. I don't even remember who these couple other friends were I don't really remember the whole reason for it but I was selected to go to the radio station in town and they just asked us questions probably something school related obviously since my teachers picked me I bet I don't remember what and it was so fun got to speak into the microphone and talk to the radio DJ Mm -hmm. who was my friend's dad so I knew him okay so that made it very comfortable but when I got 
to school either that day or the next day, they had let all the students listen to it because it's like live <laughs> on the air. Yeah. Everyone made so much fun of me for how much I said like. And they were doing it good naturedly. Like I didn't feel bullied oh, or yeah. anyone was picking on me. It's not like that. Yeah. But I went back then. I guess someone had recorded it. Probably some of my family had mm-hmm. recorded it. And when I listened to it, I like was on the cassette. They were yes, the when they rewound they the cassette and played right and played it for me. Yeah. I said like so many times that I realized why when I got to school everyone was laughing again, mm-hmm. good naturedly, not bullying, but kind of laughing at me like you said like so much, and so that's what I think about sometimes. That has crossed my mind when I'm doing mm-hmm. this. I remember whenever you were in high school, you did say like a lot because whenever you did the beauty pageant things and you had to speak I remember that <laughs> maybe it's a teenage thing I don't know I don't know either do you think I say it a lot now no I mean if I do if you do I don't notice it you're just so used to me saying it yeah. maybe as I have grown professionally I do talk a lot for a living yeah so probably as I've grown professionally in my communication maybe I've learned to take out that word sometimes maybe. I mean I, Sometimes like is an applicable thing to say, yeah, but, <laughs> but not 15 times a <laughs> one sentence. Right. Yeah. Just like, you know, is an applicable yeah. thing to say at times. But for you, it's a filler phrase when you, cause yeah. you're, it comes out when you're thinking. <laughs> so just like, like, um, yeah. Uh... <laughs> so all that to say, we're giving this a whirl because it is not late on a Sunday night, but it is later on a Sunday and we want this to go out as normal tomorrow, and yeah. I don't want to spend the next three hours editing. Of course, we could post it late. That's always an option, too, but we're also trying to be consistent, and I don't want it to linger, and I want this to be something that keeps being fun for us, and today right. when you said, we never recorded a podcast, it just didn't sound fun. Like, it almost just became, like, felt like a burden. Yeah, and I didn't but, want that, you know, I do want it. To me, it's fun, and when you originally came to me and said, you know, what do you think about starting a podcast? I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> but you were game for it. But and here we are. It, and it's fun. <laughs> it is fun. It is fun to be able to just sit and talk. Um, and kind of what we're going to talk about tonight on this episode of the podcast is some of the reasons that I gave you that whenever you said, well, I just, we just, uh, we don't have time anymore. Mm-hmm. And you know, us sitting here and talking even though we're talking to whoever wants to listen which is a little different but we're still sitting talking and reminiscing some on Mm -hmm. you know older times but also on our thoughts of where we're at now in life and who we are and who we've become and I think that is just you know it's time that we're sharing together and something that I think people can enjoy listening to if yes. they so choose and you know if someone wants to listen to it they listen if they don't we had fun doing it together right and hopefully we're encouraging people along the way those pe- people that are listening to it all the time people will mention stuff to me about our podcast I feel like every few weeks someone new says yeah. something to me about it so we really appreciate all the people who listen and let yeah. us know that they listen and we and give feedback and give feedback yeah, yeah. and that's, so we really appreciate fun. that and maybe our listenership will grow and maybe it won't. We're not really doing a whole lot to promote it because it is just a fun hobby. But if you guys want to promote it for us, you go right ahead. You share our episodes, <laughs> share this with your yeah. friends, send them little text messages about it. That'd be great. Share it on your social media. But we really are. This started as we started in April, officially posted our first podcast in April, but we started talking about it probably like in February, I think maybe. So it's been ongoing for several months now and you're exactly right. We enjoy doing this together. It is one way that you and I connect just to sit down Mm -hmm. and have a conversation and even coming up with a topic to talk about. It gives us something to talk about and think about together and work toward together. And so this weekend, Craig and I have had, conversations about how to connect and stay connected and sometimes reconnect Mm -hmm. in our marriage because I don't know about you guys but for us marriage can be hard it can be a challenge it's one of the biggest gifts in my life and it's one of 
my greatest blessings and something I'm so glad that I am walking through with you, but it's also one of the hardest things I've ever done yeah. and ever will do. Like marriage and parenting, hands down, hardest things oh, yeah. ever. And it beats, it totally tops like career changes, mm-hmm. you know, hard decisions with your career. It's because there's so opinion. much weight behind it. There's yeah. so much resting on it. Like this yeah. is my life. You know, our, yeah. I mean, if career failed, job fails, finances fall apart, I feel like all of that I can recover from and move forward in. And I know that God can redeem anything, but I just feel like when it comes to marriage and family, that's who we are. Like yeah. our family is who we well, are. It's a legacy. Right. So it's something that's more long term. Um, you do bad at a job and you fail at your job and yeah, you'll go find another job yeah. you know, if you get fired. Um, and you can't in go our find belief, new kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just going to say in our belief, the way we believe we are not, you know, when you fail at something, um, at anything really, but specifically when we're talking about marriage, you don't just, you know, throw that one away and go try another one. No, I mean. That is not I would just screw you. up somebody else's life like I've screwed yours up. <laughs> no, you haven't screwed up my life. No. We are imperfect you know I mean? people, and that's yeah, exactly, exactly right. If we decide to walk away from each other because both of us are imperfect, we're just going to connect with you're another imperfect person, person yeah. and you're eventually in the same situation, maybe a different mm-hmm. reason, but the same situation. So we've worked yeah. really hard to stay connected, and there are definitely times in our marriage where we're not connected, and that's what we were talking about this weekend is that we're just – so busy in our lives right now and it's we're finding it hard to stay connected and so that's a conversation you and I had and that's been a conversation we've had over and over again in our marriage at different seasons sometimes it's because you're bringing it up sometimes it's because I'm bringing it up the important thing is one of us brings it up up, and that's what I think is very important and so I think my outburst today about the podcast was like, well, we're just busy and we're not connecting. I think that's one thing we can take off our plate. And you were like, but that's one way we're connecting. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it definitely goes hand in hand because, you know, we're talking about how busy we are and how busy life is. And, you know, it is easy to give something up when you get busy Mm -hmm. and whether it's something, I mean, we've already talked about, and we've obviously talked about having a good life balance of things. And so that's a whole nother topic, but at the same time, we're talking about in this particular instance, yeah, what do we need to give up because we're not able to connect? Well, sometimes that's not possible. True. I mean, we're involved in things that are good and Mm -hmm. we're involved in things that we're even doing together. I mean, just for an instance, yesterday we pretty much spent all day together. We did. Yeah. And you say, well, how are we not reconnecting even though we were together all day? We serve in church, we serve with youth, we serve mm-hmm. with adults. I mean, we do, you know, all kinds of things. We have our kids, we're together, we're at their sporting event. You're together, but you're going and doing, and you're so busy that you're not able to actually sit and talk. Yeah. You're not able to sit and connect with each other in a more intimate level of deep conversations or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just because life is so busy and everything is distracting us. I'm having a hard time with that. So I think the intentional reconnect is necessary and we've had to have it several times over Mm -hmm. our marriage of (laughs) (laughs) counting. (laughs) It's been a long time. We've been married for twenty four years, right? Yes. Twenty four years. Look at that thing and then I got confused. I was messing with you and you got all messed up. Twenty four years we have been married and as you've heard in previous episodes, if you listened from the beginning, the episode about us, I know specifically we mentioned that we got married very young. I got yeah. married to Craig right out of high school, literally graduated in May, got married in June. He had been out for a year. I was 18 years old. He was 19 years old. Yeah. So we started this thing young for mm-hmm. sure. So we've gone, gone through a lot of life together. So when I say, you know, we've seen a lot of seasons and a lot of ups mm-hmm. and downs and disconnect and reconnect that just been very true I think anybody that's been married for this length of time regardless of what age you started the marriage you're you're gonna experience that and for us having kids definitely is Mm -hmm. a factor in that and that's some of what is going on now and what prompted that conversation I think this weekend is our kids are 
older, we have teenagers and they are busy in a lot of ways. And so we try to keep up with them and go and do with them and be there for them. But some of it is like our daughter has a job and she doesn't get off until late sometimes on Friday night or Saturday Mm -hmm. night. And so we're staying up waiting on her to get home from work. So we're not really getting to go to sleep. Whereas when they were little, you went and put them in the bed at eight o'clock and then you could stay up and talk or watch a movie or have like a little home date, just the two of you for two or three hours, you know, before we were really ready to get get to bed at a decent time. Yeah. Cause we generally go to bed between 10 and 11. Well now on those Friday nights or Saturday nights, our daughter doesn't get home until sometimes after midnight Mm -hmm. and we are just not parents who can go to sleep until she's here. And then when she gets here, she has, stories to tell us about work or she's recounting her day to us. And even when she works during the week, she sometimes doesn't get home until between nine thirty and 10, Oh yeah, which is when we're ready to start yep. getting a shower and getting to bed and all that. And she'll come in and have things that she wants to talk about. And we're so happy that she does Yeah, that we're happy to stay awake and we're happy to do that. But it's just a unique season for us where so we had Rylan up and watching TV with us or whatever. And then we put him to bed. And a lot of times that's when he wants to say things is at bedtime. Yeah. That does seem to be, even when they were little, I feel like all the things come out. You used at to bedtime. think it was like a stall tactic. We did used to think that, but I just think that's almost like as they're starting to calm it's just down. Like letting, maybe. It, letting loose. Yeah. And maybe yeah. when they were little, it was a stall tactic sometimes because it would yeah. be silly things. But as they've gotten older, that just seems to be the time when they think to tell us something or whatever. So we'll get him to bed and get him all tucked in and then Taylor's home from work. And so we kind of do the same thing with her and it's just very different from when they were little. It was a, it's a different kind of tired now. Well, I think it's a combination of when they were little, but also now we are older. Yeah. (laughs) As they've aged, we've aged. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, That's funny how that works. A good point. (laughs) But no, seriously, I mean, we're just kind of more tired. I mean, Mm -hmm. it is harder to keep up with, you know, I, people that have young kids at our age, mm-hmm. like little kids, I, I don't know how they do it. I take my hat yeah, off. Yeah, it's them. exhausting. Because it is exhausting. exhausting. And I look back over our marriage and even the reconnection part of it has changed over the different phases that the kids have been in. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like when they were really, really, really little, I mean, you're tired and worn out because you're keeping up with a toddler yeah um and then having the ups and downs at night you know you're not getting full night sleep but then there's kind of like this intermediate section where even sports teams and stuff like that is you know they think about the fact that they're young kids so Mm -hmm. practices are earlier games are earlier so you're still getting them home and like you said getting them to bed earlier and so you still have time so it's like that intermediate where it's like okay that's nice. That's good yeah. because I can handle this. And then as they've gotten older into the preteen and teen years, it was like, where did that go? Yeah. Cause now they stay up later and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I think it's like, it keeps, it goes in waves, Yes. but I also hear from a lot of people that then it's going to be a different wave when they're out of when the house, out of the house. Mm-hmm. So that's well, going to be a totally different thing. Yes, that will be, that'll be interesting. What I have heard someone explain it as, is when your kids are little, you tend to feel more physical exhaustion because you are more physically active. You have to pick them up to put them at the table or put them in the car or they want to be held or carried or those kind of things. Or you're on the floor playing with them and it's just a more physically active lifestyle. Then as your kids become teenagers and then what I've heard of when they move out and become adults, which we're not there yet, we're still teenagers living in our home, it just becomes more of an emotional tired because, and for us, I think we're kind of a little bit of both because I'm talking about staying up later because our kids Mm -hmm. stay up later and um, that would definitely be physical. But then there is a little bit more emotional just because their problems get bigger or the thing, the questions they have get bigger. I mean, we're talking about the trajectory of their life. Our daughter's a junior in high school and we've had a lot of conversations about her future recently. Mm -hmm. And what do you want your future to look like? Some of the patterns you're establishing now could trend towards your future. You know, we weren't having those conversations with her when she was seven. No, (laughs) not really. No, not really. Yeah. So I think when you grow up, yeah, it was more surface like that. And And now that she's going on 17 and a junior in 
high school, those conversations are coming more to the forefront. And so that means like I'm thinking about that more and Mm -hmm. praying about that for her more. And I'm thinking about those things. And that just becomes like emotionally exhausting sometimes thinking about that kind of stuff. So I feel like we're in a combination stage, (laughs) maybe. So after they get out of the house, what is it? I think then it's not the physical probably anymore. You're totally in the emotional tiredness of trying to Mm. parent adult children. Maybe. I don't know. I talked to someone recently who was a um, empty nester, newly empty nester. And they said it was funny because they sit down and talk and they're like, what do we talk about? And they end up talking about their kids. Right. And I was like, yeah, I can see how that would be, you know, because... You know, for most of us, mm-hmm. you know, by the time you have at least for us, you know, we'll have kids in the house for a minimum of 20, what, 23, 24 years. Yeah. You know, with the age gap, mm-hmm. you know, and if they moved out, you know, and went to college, yeah, it depends you know, on when they do that. It depends mm-hmm. on whether or not they're going to go to college locally. You know, they're welcome to stay here and everything. But at a, some point they're going to move out. So let's just, you know, say 20, 24 years. Yeah. 24 years of your life, that's what you have. And then all these these little roommates. (laughs) Yeah. So you and I were married for seven years before we even had kids. So we had that. And I was telling them this. I said, yeah, we had seven years. And now that I look back on it, I'm like, what did we talk about? What did we do? That's a great question because we were married a long time. Most (laughs) people aren't married that long. I literally had to sit there and rack my brain. And I ended up telling them, I was like, well, part of that, I was in school. Yes. In college, I worked a lot, worked out a lot. I mean, we were... I think that is what we did. We just kind of had our own schedules. we had our own schedules. I mean, it was no big deal. roommates. (laughs) 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 We just legal. (laughs) We're we're a little more than roommates. (laughs) Uh, No, No, but you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we just... And we did a lot of stuff together with friends. It was no big thing to like go out to dinner. We were just open and eat out of the week. We did a lot of church ministry, but it's true. But now 17 years later, I'm sitting there thinking Our kids are our world, like our whole life. (laughs) Yeah. I'm thinking back 24 years and I'm like, what did we sit and talk about? Yeah. Talked about the dog. (laughs) We did have a dog that was like our baby. It was our baby. We're probably so I don't know. That is a great question. We were just with some friends tonight who have a couple kids out of the house, but one still in. So they're kind of phasing into empty nest and they just went away on a little trip and they said, and of course we talked about the kids and one of them had to call us with a crisis, you know, while we were out of town and it wasn't like a huge crisis. It was just a crisis to the, to the adult kid, but they were able to walk the kid through that and everything's fine. But uh, the wife in the situation was like, you know, you just, you try to get away and you just can't get away because you yeah. still talk about the kids. And, and I think that's okay. So probably when our kids are out of the house, we're still going to talk about them. We'll, kids. we'll still talk about them. Yeah. I think that's yeah. what we'll do. But so, I do look forward to that. Uh, just the you and me. T- oh, I just hit my microphone. Sorry. See, I would have probably maybe edited that out, but I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we do uh, look, I look forward to that. In a bittersweet way. Like, yeah. I love the stage of life that we're in, but I am not um, scared of empty nest. I am not um, longing for my kids to stay little and stay home. Like, I, I do love that life evolves and changes. I enjoy that. Yeah. I think, for me, I look forward to it, but I just, the the unknown. Because mm-hmm. it's going to be weird. Be different. <laughs> you know what I mean? I yeah. Mean, you don't Are you have... scared to be alone with me? Yes, I'm I'm very afraid of you. But no, I mean, seriously, it's just something that is going to be different. I mean, it it change is always good, Mm -hmm. but you still don't know what is going to be on the other side. You don't know what it's going to look like, like legitimately. Because again, we're talking over 20 years of that being your life and that being your world and then having to change that and Mm -hmm. kind of it being and again it's not that we weren't you know focused on the two of us in the 24 years yeah what i'm saying is you just have that extra Mm -hmm. you know where yeah in the times when there might not be as much to talk about or there's you know other stuff going on it it, uh, this is gonna sound terrible it's like (laughs) your kids are fillers (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> they fill it. You know what I mean? <laughs> they little like, fillers. <laughs> yeah, they got little fillers there. But no, I mean, I it's just it's, different. It's going to be okay, though, because it is an evolving process. Sure. Like you're saying, just like they don't just graduate from high school and move out. Sometimes right. they do, but not yeah. all kids do. So it's going to look different. And we have yeah. two kids and they're four grades apart. They're almost four yeah. years apart in age. So for us, it is going to be a little bit of a slower trend out yeah. where, I mean, really by the time Rylan graduates from high school, Taylor could potentially still live here because she could potentially still be in college if she chooses which, to do yeah. four years in college, which she's still on the fence about that. She really has no idea what she wants to do. But we just don't know. So it's just going to look different. I, just like it looks different now having two teenagers than it did having two little kids. The fact yeah. that our daughter has a job and friends and she yeah. can drive, she's really not home that much. Yep. So that has evolved of having two kids in our home all day, every day. And for a while... We had extra kids in our home oh, yeah. all the time. Well, that was kind of, you know, different changes, different mm-hmm. seasons. Yeah, it was. When they were little, little, crazy. we didn't because we lived, we didn't live in a neighborhood. Right. And you don't let your little two-year-old go next door without you and play with the neighbor, <laughs> even if you had yeah. them. I mean, typically yeah. I wouldn't have done that, but we didn't even have neighbors to play with. Right. And then we moved to the house that we have now when our daughter was around preschool age or going mm-hmm. towards preschool age. And Rylan was like one. And as the years progressed where they got a little bit older. All of a sudden, all the kids would be out in the yard playing or in our house playing. And like, that was a, you know, different kind of vibe that we had there for a few years. And so that's kind of what I feel like about the empty nest or growing the kids out of the home a little bit. It's just going to evolve to where it's not just like snap, everything changes. Right. But I could be wrong. I don't know. But then I've heard from empty nesters too. Then Uh you get to the stage of grandparenting. Yeah, people act like that's the greatest. A whole other thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's supposed to be a whole lot better, so we'll see. But hopefully that's a long ways away where we're talking that. <laughs> so back to reconnecting in the marriage. Okay. We talked a lot about kids and the phases that we're in. So well, because I feel like that's kind of what... It, it's a basis, yeah. ...causes us to need to get back to right. that sometimes. Just no, the different, absolutely. Yeah, phases of life, stages of kids. But what do you think... What do you think is your favorite way to reconnect like to get into okay feeling that oneness again i think spending and keep it pg please we're, <laughs> we're a pg show we're a pg i like that you're telling me to keep it pg <laughs> well you know, i uh, you, you were if if anybody knows tiff if you want an honest answer ask her it's true so. i can be brutally honest sometimes i do come across rude so i, I just felt it to necessary to make say, an apology this week because i was very direct with someone and later <laughs> i was talking to craig about it and he's like that might have come off rude and i was like yeah my ass so i apologized um but the person was not offended but anyway yes i can be very direct but i am not usually the one who takes things out of the pg realm because just in sunday school today Something was being said out of the Bible, and Craig leans over into my ear and whispers something that was not appropriate. Hey, <laughs> that was a between me and you conversation. <laughs> so what, for me, I think what helps reestablish oneness and helps me feel reconnected to you and more connected to you is spending time with you, quality time with you, mm-hmm. just you and me. And that's where the disconnect comes sometimes is that we lose that in the busyness Mm -hmm. of our life. And we've talked many times on this podcast that you and I love to sit together at the end of a night and watch a show. And that's one way that you and I both feel like we wind down and we are spending time together, but it's not always quality time. No. Because sometimes we put our phones down and we are actually maybe conversing about the show or we're cuddling on the couch together and watching the show. like. P- I, that's PG cuddling <laughs> <is> PG, <laughs> and then like that makes me feel more connected. But yeah. then the times when we are both sitting in opposite seats watching a show and we're scrolling our phone, like maybe you're playing a game and I'm looking yeah. at pictures on Instagram while we're watching the show, yeah. even though we're together, we're not necessarily right. spending quality time. And I think that's okay for a few nights a week mm-hmm. if you're balancing it with true alone quality time together and one thing we did really well for a lot of years of our marriage when our kids were little and we've talked about this before on the podcast too is that we did date nights yeah and we only did it monthly but 
it was like a dedicated time that we would go Mm -hmm. out for three or four hours and truly just spend time, the two of us. And we just recently, we've, we don't make time for that recently and making time for that, making that intentional time, I think really helps me feel that connection. And I've talked to other people about it too. And I think it's different. Again, goes back to the phases of your kids Mm -hmm. because when they're young, you get babysitters or you do this or you do that. And then when they get into the phase that we are in right now, that's what we're having a hard time with because they are so independent Mm -hmm. that yes, they can stay home while we go out, but we don't get a lot of good time just spending with them. Mm -hmm. So when we have the opportunity to be home and they are home at the same time, we want to be here. Exactly. Because they are so involved and so busy. I mean, and going, you know, like you said, Taylor going to work. Yeah. You know, so on the night that Taylor would go to work, you know, we're not going to leave Rylan here by himself at home just so that we can go on a date. So then you turn around and say, okay, well, Taylor's going to be home and, you know, Rylan Taylor are here together. So we want to be here. But that was probably our one night because it doesn't happen that often. It doesn't happen a lot. So that was our one night that we could have gone out because they were here together and they could have stayed together or whatever. It just, it doesn't happen as often right that you have that time where you say I want to take that time to go out and to go just go out on a date night and do that mm-hmm. kind of stuff and you know we kind of look at the future of yes we're going to have that time but I think it is important that we make it intentional now and yeah. make it intentional even in where we're at right now and we can and you know we have to work on those things so it's definitely something we're going to have to work on because of all the reasons you just said there's just not a lot of time yeah. and then the other things that fill our life like you're talking about us being together all day yesterday because we went to a sporting event for Ryland and then we went to student ministry at church there was an all-day event that we helped with for part of the day and then we had an evening event with another student yeah. ministry thing and we loved all of that yeah. like we don't feel like God is asking us to get give up those things because no. I do think that well, he, he wants asks us. us to serve. Yes, and I think that he's calling us to that ministry. It's just how do we make sure that you and I are staying connected during right. this busy season? So what is it for you? PG, please. Sir. Well, in the lieu of PG. <laughs> um no, I mean for me, I do think that, you know, being able to connect with you because we are tired we are we do have you know hectic busy lives busy schedules still at the same time i mean yes obviously the physical connection is very strong Mm -hmm. for me um but being able to like you said i think you hit the nail on the head if i was able to say it before you it would have sounded better probably but (laughs) just being able to spend time like for instance just the other night we went out on the front porch and Mm -hmm. we used to call it our front front porch talks yeah um, and that's fun to me, but the other night we went out there and we didn't talk. We went out there and you played on your phone. I think I was playing on a game on my phone and I had my iPad out there and we were watching our TV show, you know, those kind of things. So I hope y'all can hear the dog in the background. Again, this is the unedited version. This our daughter is unedited. just got home. Daughter just got home from, uh, her boyfriends and the dog's going bonkers. Dog's going nuts. So I'll give it just. A I second. told her to be home at nine thirty, and it's nine oh three. Oh wow, she did so, pretty good. Wow, yeah. Well, so anyhow, going back to my answer, we went out there, and I had we were playing a show on my iPad. I was playing on my phone, and you were playing on your phone. Yeah. So I do think mm-hmm. that these phones do are a curse a lot of times. Yeah. You know, because I do think in marriages, we do get wrapped up in the busyness of life and then we like you're saying scrolling instagram scrolling facebook scrolling mm-hmm. tiktoks or whatever you're scrolling you know does take up so much more time when you do have that free time to connect and you don't take it because you're you know sitting there playing on your phone um i think we do have that aspect of it that i don't think people had years ago Right. Oh, yeah. We didn't have that the first seven years right. that we were married. There were other gaming situations. You had a PlayStation 
you, yeah, did we, video games, there was a yeah. computer game that you really liked. There was that kind of thing, but yeah. you're exactly right. The phones, that is with us always. And it takes nothing to look at it. Oh, like yeah. to play a PlayStation back then or to play a computer game back then, you had to like consciously fire up the device and fire get it. it up. That's hilarious. You say fire it up. <laughs> fire up the had computer. To crank that thing up with the old <laughs> wind up thing. <laughs> we had to dial up to the internet. And, you know, it took a minute to yeah. do that kind of stuff. And now it's so, literally, if I want to know something, I, like as we're podcasting, my yeah. phone, I have communicated with our daughter twice while we've been doing this yeah. podcast. I have sent her texts yeah. twice. And that's not a thing that wasn't a thing 20 yeah. years ago. Yeah, or the fact that if I wanted to look something up, if we had a question about something, my phone's sitting right here. I could open it up and search and Google. Yeah. And within one minute, we would have an answer. It just was very different. Yeah in the early years of our marriage that we didn't have that distraction that we have now. Yeah. So I think for me, I do think the connection is like the intentional connection, the intention, intentional time spent talking, um, being able to, you know, be free from other distractions. Cause yeah. I mean, I don't think from my, from my perspective, I don't think I get, connection out of you and I just going out to a movie or going to a restaurant. Yeah. Those are fun things to do, but mm -hmm. you and I both know that we can go to a restaurant and sit down and not really have any true intentional conversation. Right. We can be laughing about somebody that's sitting at the bar or <laughs> something that's going on on the TVs or yeah. what weird service and those times are good but we're still not connecting on a deeper level and that's where yeah, you have to be more intentional even about your yeah. date time if that's what yeah. you're yeah yeah so i think those kind of things are what hits me the most and being able to you know enjoy that time and and, and it all being intentional so what i'm hearing you say is that we need an evening or two a week where it's like no phones oh yeah I mean, I think that's, I don't, that's not something we've ever done. We have never implemented that. I've heard people implementing that in their marriage or in their family at large. Yeah. Like we don't really have a problem here with phones at the table. Like when we no. sit down to a family dinner neither one of our kids have ever tried to no. bring a device to the table and be on it. Yeah, We never had to establish that rule. No, probably because you and I don't do that. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying they don't bring their phone and set it on the table, but yeah. they don't like well, stay so on, on it. it yeah. So it's just maybe we didn't, we haven't, I know we haven't modeled that for them. And so maybe yeah. they just understood that wasn't a thing, but in families where that's been a thing, I think like there's like a bowl. Okay. Phones in the bowl. It's dinner time or whatever, yeah. but also just no phone evenings because we'll sit down and have family movie night here on occasion at our house. Oh, with yeah, our I've children. taken pictures before where everybody's on their phone while we're watching and the movie. Every single one of us are on our phone and it's family yeah. movie but night. But you and I do that. Yeah, Not yeah. even a family movie now. That's what I'm saying. Just our so, TV time, yeah. So I think that's where you're probably what you're going at. Yeah, so if we did a family movie to... night and we said no phones, you know, yeah. that, I think that'd be good. Now, when we do family game nights, I think, again, oh, yeah, it's I think we're good. all pretty good oh, without yeah. it being a, a vocalized, established thing. Yeah. I think we're all fairly good at not, mm -hmm. I'm not saying we don't answer a text if somebody texts yeah. us, but yeah. I don't think we spend a lot of time on our phones during that kind of stuff. But I think for you and I, yeah, from so a marriage standpoint, I. I think having a no phone night, I mean, obviously we got to keep our phones because if, you know, Taylor's out working. Well, that's what I was going to say. On a night maybe when the kids I are think home. Being but. able to shut off from the social media or, yes, texting mm -hmm. 5,000 other people. All that the we group have, chats. You know, that all I'm the group in. chats. So many group chats. I said that. In a we stance. But you meant I have me. Some, I know. I, I you, know yeah. what you meant. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> I do have a lot of gotten, good chats. <laughs> it's, it's, it, and if you've ever received a text from Tiff, it's not like mine where it would be yes or no. No, I or, don't want to ever appear short or rude. Because you can't convey tone. A book. An entire book. But it's also not how I speak. I don't answer in one word. No, you Typically. Don't. So, but you don't either. No, typically. I don't, but I don't text like that. You do not text like you talk at all. No. I text like I talk. <laughs> so it's so always a lot. When was it, when was it that I got in trouble with Taylor because in my texting I added punctuation? Oh, it's just so rude of you to put a period at the know, end of at your the okay. End of my word, okay. Not only did you just type O and K and not O-K-A-Y. Oh, well. 
but she said it was so aggressive. (laughs) That was the word that that she used because you put a period at the end of the O and the K. Yes. So have you quit doing that when you text her? No. What's funny though is you have changed your texting a little bit because you used to really like the exclamation point. I still do. Not with me. You don't ever exclamation point things anymore. Oh. Yeah, and that I don't know when that changed, but you did used to be that really set, send her over the edge if you sent her stuff with like Well, maybe she's what sent me over the edge. <laughs> oh. All right, I so what I'm hearing is is in reconnecting mm-hmm. the the intentional time to not only shut out everything else mm-hmm. and make it about you and I. We have to talk. Mm-hmm. We have to do a check-in yeah. about where we're at. Which is kind of what this weekend felt like. But what we have to do is intentionally check in. Right. Because we can't wait. And that's what we're guilty of, I believe. Yes. We We wait until it's, that's just our personalities, I Mm -hmm. think. I think we wait until it's like a situation where we're both in this slump. Mm -hmm. Where we're both just like unhappy with where we're at. And Mm -hmm. feeling like, well, they're not fulfilling my needs or I'm not fulfilling, you know, and the other ones, well, they're not fulfilling my needs. And we're just kind of like sitting in that void space where I think an intentional check-in more often would probably be so much more beneficial. Yes. And just kind of saying, which I think we have done in the past a little bit and I'm guilty of going, yeah, everything's fine. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, you like know, you almost need time to think about it sometimes. Right. So maybe not me just springing it on you. Hey, let's have a check-in. But saying, hey, in a couple of days, do you think that would be good? Like if you had more, maybe for both of us, like to give yeah. you time to truly think about your answer. Well, I don't know if I want to give you time to think about it. Because then I'll, have I a, need time to I'll write an it. essay about it. I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll have a book to read. No, but here's the reason I think sometimes that it happens that way, at least on my end where we, in my own head, maybe I'm starting to feel disconnected from you or feel like things are just off. I may not bring it up because sometimes I'm like, well, it's probably me. And I just need to, maybe I'm just in a bad mood this week. See, I'm the exact opposite. You think it's me too? I'm like, yeah, she's just in a bad (laughs) mood or, you know, she's off this week. (laughs) <laughs> she's just off she must be hormonal she's been this week. off for like three months i don't know what the deal is i am totally perfect i don't know what she's doing wrong oh my goodness but seriously kidding. i'm kidding seriously I'm kidding. i do try to evaluate yeah. my own self because there have been many times in our marriage where i've just said how i feel and oh, then yeah. the next day i'm like oh i didn't really feel that way and i've caused yeah. this whole stink and this whole argument Mm-hmm. based on truly just a bad day yep. or I'm tired or, or I am hormonal. Like that's a real thing. I mean, you know, like you're just, some days you're just in a bad mood and you're the same way. Like, you know, we yeah. our feelings and our moods ebb and flow based on our surroundings and based on our biology and all kinds of things. Yeah. So I think sometimes I don't bring stuff up because I'm kind of just waiting to see how I truly feel about it. Yeah. yeah. But lately, we've been in a season where the dust is not settling because, and we've talked about this on the podcast too, that you've started a business. And so that we're just in this new phase of life uh, Mm -hmm. for career wise, not necessarily family wise, but it does affect our family dynamic Mm -hmm. too, in a way. And so you and I both agreed this weekend that we were just, we're both kind of being overly courteous toward the other. Like, I don't want to bring my problems, my concerns, my wants to you. I don't want to put that on you right now because you have a lot going on. That's how I feel about you. Like you're starting this business, you're working really hard. So yeah, things aren't, I mean, I don't feel connected to you the way I want to, but I totally understand why. And you're the same way. Like you feel like like, I've started this business. You're the one. I don't want to add more stress to you. Yeah. It's been yeah. you know, a change to our family, a change to our finances. You don't want to put stress on me. So I do think this situation, and we were able to have a very rational, reasonable conversation about this yeah. reconnection. And there's been times in the past we haven't. That when one I've of us. have always been rational. <laughs> yes, you're so rational all the time. <laughs> when one of us brings it up, yeah. it might start off reasonable and rational, but it yeah. escalates. And I feel like this time, and maybe that's just growth and maturity. Yeah. Because 
we are 24 years in and we have learned some things along the way, sometimes the hard way. Yeah. yeah. But I'm really proud of us for handling it really well this weekend and for you wanting to, this was Craig's idea guys to talk about this on the podcast. When we sat down tonight, I'm like, well, what should we talk about? And he said, well, we've been talking about reconnecting in our marriage this weekend. So let's talk about it. Well, it goes back to what our podcast is. It's just, you know, kind of how to and where we're at and what we're doing in life. And I think it's just part of kind of our model for what we do on our podcast is just kind of being real and Mm -hmm. talking about the real things of life and where we're at. And I mean, yeah, we could probably split up the marriage reconnection and other parts of marriage into multiple podcast if we really wanted to go you know deeper into that which probably not going to (laughs) do but um no I'm just kidding (laughs) it's uh, yeah it is just something that I felt like because it is fresh on my mind that it would be good to talk about and I felt like because we did have a good outcome Mm -hmm. of you know having a good conversation this wasn't one like you said that was you know irrational feelings and behaviors that we had during our conversation it was a very good conversation that we were able to be calm and you know be real with each other so I thought it would be good to talk about but yeah yeah, I mean marriage is hard I mean you got the stresses of life you got kids you got jobs you got everything that pulls us in so many different directions in so many different ways and unfortunately I think for most I mean, I'm not going to say all, but I think for most people that that's one thing that does suffer is the marriage is because we, you know, we feel like we can't let anybody else down, Mm -hmm. but the person we're closest to and supposed to be close to is the person that we typically will put off or we'll, Mm -hmm. we will say, oh, I'll get to them later or I'll, I'll I'll take care of that later or make time for everything and anything else in life except for the one that we're supposed to be second to Jesus, you know, in love with the most. Yeah. And so it's, it's definitely something that I think is very important. important. So that'll be fun to talk about. Continued conversation. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you bringing it up. Listeners, we sure appreciate y'all listening. Yeah. Hope you like the unedited version with the dogs barking. (laughs) Get Craig coughing. coughing, Sorry. (laughs) I mean, it's totally unedited, but it's, I, I hope you that it's fun and it's still something that you enjoy listening to. And yeah, again, leave us a review. Just let us know how you feel and, you know, maybe we'll just continue to do it raw yeah. and unedited. Maybe so. This may be a new, <laughs> a new thing. All right. T- thank you all. If Tiff can handle it, she might not be able to handle it. Oh, I'll be fine. Right. <laughs> Bye everybody. Bye. Hey y'all, that's all for this episode. Hope y'all enjoyed Tiff and I talking raw and unedited about marriage and connecting and reconnecting. I just enjoy sharing life with you guys and I hope that you enjoy hearing about it. If you have any thoughts or comments about it, please like and review us on any of your podcast listening apps and throw some suggestions out there if you have something that you'd like to hear us talk about and we'd be glad to see if we can uh, accommodate you. Thank you.